You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to help you plan that unbelievable travel experience. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, excursions, and more in one place. There are over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from, so you can find something for everyone. And Viator offers free cancellation and 24-7 customer support for worry-free travel. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. What up, world? Welcome and all to another episode of the Ocho, presented to you in partnership, as always, with SB Nation's blog and the boys.com. My name is RJ Ochoa. You know me, of course, from BTB and from right here as your humble host on the Ocho. It is Wednesday, May 20th, 2020. A very happy hump day from all of us at BTB to you. We hope all is well wherever you are. We hope you're happy, safe, healthy, practicing social distancing, and ready for the second half of the week. You made it through the first. Welcome to the second. That's what hump day means. And um, there's some interesting stuff going on with the Cowboys. Yeah, I mean, there is, you know, for it being May 20th, there are some interesting things happening with America's team. And, uh, you know, there are some interesting things actually happening here on the podcast feed as well. Uh, Some good times going on here on the Blog and the Boys podcast feed. Uh, On Monday, we had Scooter Magruder on Girls Talking Boys with Kelsey Charles and Meg Murray. So make sure you head back and listen to that in your podcast feed. On Tuesday, we had five times. Super Bowl champion Charles Haley. He joined two-time Super Bowl champion Tony Casillas and I. You can hear Tony and I on the 750 every Tuesday. Of course, you can hear me every day right here on the Ocho. And uh, look, I mean, anytime you have seven total Super Bowl rings on one show, it's a pretty good time. And it was a really fun conversation with Charles Haley, uh, just going over this and that, talking about you know the Cowboys teams of old. He and Tony walked down memory lane, uh, talking about the current Cowboys, and uh, you know, really, um, really enjoyable chat. I've uh, I've interviewed Charles Haley a couple of times before. Um, once was on uh, <laughs> on uh, the radio here in San Antonio, and another was, um, you know, and, and we actually, if you listen to the podcast, we had some slight technical difficulties, and so one part did not make it in there, um, but uh, this actually happened. This is a total true story. Uh, Super Bowl... 53 in Atlanta, uh, there with ESPN San Antonio. And we had Charles Haley on the show. And, um, you know, you know, after every guest, you take a picture and, you know, it's a Super Bowl and everything. And, um, you know, Charles Haley looked at me when I was getting in the photo and he said, you're ugly. And I, <laughs> I just kind of, okay. <laughs> you know, like Charles Haley calls you ugly. It's kind of a badge of honor. And so I told him that story um, on the podcast yesterday. And unfortunately, it uh, it didn't make it because of the, the difficulty. But he said, you have a face for radio, which again, is just the nicest thing that anyone has ever said to me. And that's just the way Charles Haley is. It's really fun. And so really, really great conversation. And you know, he mentioned one thing that I thought was really, um, really cool. Um, I think something that we all look for or root for or want in our favorite athletes. He talked about how he took a huge level of pride in, in playing for both the San Francisco 49ers and the Dallas Cowboys. And well, you know, here's Charles Haley on the 750. If you really want to win a championship, it's not about the money. It's about, you know, just the love of the game. You know, I I took pride in being a 49er or a Cowboy. And I the reason why I took pride was because every time I stepped out 
the fans stepped up. And every time we went to games as a Cowboy, no matter what stadium you went to, it was home field advantage. So I had to give those guys respect, you know, from the janitor up to Jerry Jones. So that was really cool. You can listen again uh, to the entire conversation that Tony and I had with Charles Haley. Uh, go back in your podcast feed. Make sure you are subscribed to the Blog and the Boys podcast feed. We are available on all major podcast platforms. That's Apple devices, Spotify, TuneIn Radio, Stitcher. If you need a link, you need information, you, you don't know how to find us, uh, just search for Blog and the Boys. If you need help, you can always hit me up on Twitter or Instagram at RJ Ochoa on both. My DMs are open. You can also shoot me an email, rj.ochoa at SBNation.com if that is your preferred outlet. Now, um, look, the Ocho is a daily podcast. You know, we give you kind of the latest headlines in Cowboys land and uh, sometimes got to record a little bit earlier and, and you know, got to adjust for life and whatnot. And uh, so we recorded Tuesday's episode before the LeBron news. And um, look, the last dance finished airing on Sunday. It's something that Tony and I talked about with Charles Haley. And um, I think a lot of people that follow the NBA closely we're waiting for how LeBron would respond to, you know, potentially try to uh, put some attention back on on him. I don't know. Just yeah, these are things people have said. Um, and uh, <laughs> on um, you know, on, on Monday night, or excuse me, yeah, Monday night. Uh, time is just you know how time is. On Monday night, LeBron was online on uninterrupted, um, kind of talking about you know a variety of things. And obviously, the NBA is, is suspended right now, and talked about the 2011 NBA lockout and how at the time of it he was considering just alternative options and obviously everybody knows LeBron James played football in high school and was very good and then ultimately went to the NBA and became one of the greatest players of all time and um, he talked about how he's had some dreams before etc and Maverick Carter who's very close to LeBron said something very interesting at the end of the interview and uh, well yeah why don't you just check it out for yourself I did not but I know he got a contract from Jerry Jones uh, that he framed and put in his office. So Jerry Jones apparently, I don't know if we can say offered LeBron a contract or gave LeBron a contract, uh, but at the very least, LeBron James seemingly, according to Maverick Carter, has a contract from Jerry Jones framed in his office. Now, for full context here, LeBron is a very huge Cowboys fan, uh, very, very public Cowboys fan, very famous Cowboys fan, obviously, and, um, you know, he's been on the sideline at AT&T Stadium. We, we put some social images up on, on our social channels um, with, with some of the more famous photos of LeBron in a Cowboys cap and whatnot, and so, you know, maybe that was more ceremonial than anything. I just, I don't really think that um, there was legitimacy to uh, Jerry Jones' giving or offering LeBron a contract. It just kind of seemed like uh, this would be cool type thing. Uh, but for what it's worth, this was the 2011 NBA lockout. You might remember that very well. And um, the, the Dallas Cowboys pass catchers, these are their you know, wide receivers and tight ends of prominence in 2011. A lot of people have suggested if LeBron did play in the NFL, it would be as you know some sort of tight end potentially. Um, th- this is who the Cowboys are working with, if, if you care. you know, if, if you think that maybe LeBron could have been part of that crew uh Des Bryant and for what it's worth 2011 Des sophomore season Des this was pre 
blow up Dez. All right. Dez really stormed onto the scene in the second half of 2012, really kept it up through 2013. And then 2014 was sort of the peak of Dez Bryant at his powers. So 2011 Dez was not the Dez you're thinking of. Miles Austin in 2011, um, the 2011 version of Miles Austin is the one that lost the ball in the lights uh, against the New York Giants on December 11th. We talked about that last year with Ed Valentine. Not fun times. LaRon Robinson. Oh, yeah. That's right, baby. LaRon Robinson, who got paid by the Jacksonville Jaguars. Um, Kevin Ogletree <laughs> and uh, and Jesse Holly. That kind of rounds out the uh, wide receiver group for the 2011 Dallas Cowboys. Of course, at tight end, Jason Witten, part of that rotation. Uh, really kind of just the rotation. And then Martellus Bennett. Who could ever forget? Marty B. TV and uh, John Phillips. So, I don't know. I mean... <laughs> You know, if and I know that we're we're not in the weeds, but we're into a really deep hypothetical at this point. But the point is, if the Cowboys could not properly utilize Martellus Bennett, I don't know how they would have utilized even LeBron James. But it would have been cool. It would have been fun. Um, so you know, wh- whatever value you put in that, hey, you know, uh, good good for LeBron, I suppose. But that that would have been cool. I think that that would have been interesting at the very least. Certainly, had LeBron James uh, become a member of the Dallas Cowboys. But um, yeah, it is what it is. But um, I don't know if he would have been a starter. You know, right? Maybe not. Probably not. Definitely not. And um, it is the time of year where different outlets are putting together uh, starting. I'm uh, not really starting, but predicted starter lists. We're starting to see that kind of pop up. All the national outlets starting to put together their predicted starters for every team, and obviously that includes the Dallas Cowboys. Now, uh, we wrote about this at BTB, NFL.com's list of projected starters for the Dallas Cowboys. Of course, all the, the obvious ones, Dak Prescott, Zeke Elliott, Amari Cooper, Michael Gallup, C.D. Lamb, Blake Jarwin, Tyron Smith at left tackle, Joe Looney at center from NFL.com, Zach Martin at right guard, and Lyle Collins at right tackle. The most interesting projected starter the nfl.com has for the cowboys uh starting lineups at left guard they have a connor but not connor williams no 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 nfl.com has connor mcgovern as the projected left guard for the 2020 dollars cowboys i found that interesting now pro football focus released their list also and they have some differences on offense they obviously have Dak and zeke and then the three receivers amari gallup and cd lamb blake charwin at tight end tyron smith at left tackle uh zach martin at right guard and lyle collins at right tackle all of those things are the same where nfl.com and pro football focus differ is at left guard and at center nfl.com believes that connor McGovern will be the starting left guard. I don't I don't think that happens personally. I, I have a hard time seeing how Connor Williams loses that job unless he's somewhere else, although that would require some shifting and etc. Um Pro Football Focus has Connor Williams as the Cowboys starting left guard in 2020. Okay, that makes sense. Now where Pro Football Focus got a little bit spicy. We saw, and I thought this was interesting because NFL.com kind of laid up at center with Joe Looney, uh, but was a little bit aggressive in calling Connor McGovern the starting left guard. Now Pro Football Focus went conservative at left guard, so it's going to be Connor Williams, but at center, PFF has Tyler Biotish as the Cowboys starting center. A fourth-round rookie starting at center for the Dallas Cowboys with perhaps maybe not the best, but one of the best, one of the most efficient offenses in the NFL. That would be wild. I mean, if... 
if Tyler Biotish is the starting center for the Dallas Cowboys day one, then my goodness, what a trade the Cowboys pulled off with the Philadelphia Eagles. But uh, that was interesting. By the way, I wrote about all this. Uh, you can check it out at some point on Wednesday at bloggingtheboys.com as well. Let's move to the defensive side of the ball. NFL.com's list of projected starters. Uh, Demarcus Lawrence, PFF has him as well. Um, at defensive tackle, Gerald McCoy, Don Terry Poe. So far, we're completely in lockstep agreement. And, you know, NFL.com and PFF are. Now, NFL.com has Tyrone Crawford as the team's other defensive end. PFF has Randy Gregory. Oh, yeah. And I know I know you're whatever you're doing. Maybe you're on the treadmill. Maybe you're in the car. Whatever you're doing. I know you're socially distanced. Respect. Maybe you're eating a banana for breakfast. I, uh, you know, the other day, by the way, I, um, I took a suggestion from a friend at ESPN San Antonio, and I've made peanut butter and banana sandwiches before in my day. Don't get me wrong. I think everybody's done that. But I made the sandwich, and then I... I kind of grilled it like a grilled cheese. Like I put some butter on on both breads and I just fried it like a grilled cheese. My goodness, game changer. Do that if you have not done it. Apparently it's what Elvis used to do. Totally different experience. You've got to do it. Don't don't grill it for too long. I mean, I kind of like the banana to not, to not be like super hot. You know, I don't want it there. But man, what a snack. What a treat. Treat yourself. But anyway, uh, so uh, PFF has Randy Gregory there. And I know you're pretty pumped about that probably. Obviously, this is contingent upon him being reinstated. Um, if he is, I certainly think that he has starting potential. But I mean, I would guess that week one starting defensive end opposite of Demarcus Lawrence is Tyrone Crawford. Now, at linebacker, no real differences here. Leighton Vanderish, Jalen Smith, uh, the two names for both sides. At cornerback, well, actually, before corner, we'll go to safety. Uh, both groups have Xavier Woods and HaHa Clinton Dix as the Cowboys' projected starters, but we do have some differences at corner. Both have Cheetah Bay Awuze as the team's starting cornerback, which is, you know, for what it's worth, Cheeto could, you know, we've heard some chatter about him maybe moving to safety. That would obviously change this uh, to, you know, some degree. Uh, but Cheeto listed as a starting corner for both outlets, NFL.com and PFF. They both have Trevon Diggs as the other starting cornerback. That is interesting to me. Um, we've heard a lot about how Reggie Robinson the second might be more ready to contribute in the here and now than Diggs. But um, look, there's a lot of time between now and week one, so uh, maybe that is ultimately what uh, what happens. But uh, outside of that, nickel corner, and uh, you know, uh, shout out to Ari Temkin, who you can hear tomorrow on Broadcasting the Boys if you've heard that story before. Uh, but uh, NFL.com has Anthony Brown playing that role, uh, and uh, PFF has Jordan Lewis. Jordan Lewis is a starter in the eyes of Pro Football Focus, which if you are Team Jordan, you are likely very, very, very happy about. So looking at those lists, I really like PFFs more. I think it's more realistic. The only kind of question mark is Randy Gregory, but that is for obvious reasons. Uh, but by the way, on the subject of Chidebe Obuze and on the subject of NFL.com, NFL Media's Cynthia Freeland, friend of the show, uh, wrote about underappreciated players for all 32 NFL teams, and she named Cheeto as the most underrated player or underappreciated, I should say cowboy um and i don't know if i 100 percent agree with that i think that cheeto is certainly underappreciated um my vote for that would be lyle collins um and and i think i think people are starting to come around on lyle but i think people still hold back from putting him in the tyrant smith zach martin you know echelon categories tier stratosphere whatever you want to call it and that is admittedly a very hard place to reach 
Um, but Lyle Collins was the best offensive lineman on the Cowboys last year. I mean, the guy deserves to be in that crew, especially, you know, now with Travis Frederick gone, I mean, everything's changing to, to a slight degree there. Lyle Collins is a beast. Put some respect on his name. Thank you very much. Uh, final thing for us to address today, uh, Tuesday was a big day for the NFL. As we talked about this on our Tuesday episode of the Ocho, NFL teams could return to their facilities in limited capacities. Jerry Jones was back at the star. Uh, we wrote about this as well at BTB. Uh, by the way, we do have face masks available uh, for sale. They are uh, Cowboys themed, obviously. And uh, if you you know are going anywhere, odds are you likely need one. 100% of NFL proceeds go to charity, which is an awesome thing. So check out bloggingtheboys.com if you want that link. It's a three pack. They are reusable, rewashable, etc. But Jerry Jones back at the star. Um, and that's, you know, that is a step. Uh, Jerry Jones saying this is a big day for clubs all over the NFL and for our league as a whole, a big day for sports in general, a day for building confidence. It's great to be back in the office this morning. This was obviously on Tuesday. I thought there was no better place for me to participate in our virtual league meeting today than right here at my desk at the star. Uh, the NFL did obviously hold uh, league meetings on Tuesday and uh, changes to the Rooney rule uh, no longer you know there are there are no longer any um, you know restrictions in terms of uh, interviewing position coaches to be coordinators which is a very good thing the NFL uh, trying as hard as it can conceivably to increase diversity uh, but uh, but again you can check out DallasCowboys.com for more of Jerry Jones's quotes he did say in the days and weeks ahead I look forward to welcoming so many of our employees back to the workplace he said we'll do it the right way you know there's a lot of unknown here uh, there's a lot of um, you know a lot of day by day you know to quote the former Cowboys head coach Jason Garrett but um yeah that's kind of what's going on hey uh later today we do have a brand new episode of talking the star the first episode of talking the star since the NFL draft so look forward to that as mentioned tomorrow you'll get broadcasting the boys with Ari Temkin and Roy White uh lots of great feedback on our first episode there last week good times I mean seriously we've got some great times here on the blog and the boys podcast feed so make sure you do subscribe wherever you get your podcast Apple devices Spotify Stitcher TuneIn Radio you know the places I know you know because you're a genius if you're there you can give us a rating write a review those things things help hey you know be honest with your rating interview too you know you don't have to just give us five stars because we earned it you know give it to us if that's what you really think we deserve but uh on the subject of what people deserve you do me a favor all right you have the absolute best wednesday of all time you know why because you deserve it we will see you manana my friends as always go cowboys and peace out Plot 3 from Anthropic is your one-stop shop for enterprise AI. With models at every point of the price-performance curve, you no longer have to make trade-offs between intelligence, speed, and cost. Claude 3 Opus sets new industry benchmarks for intelligence. Sonnet strikes the perfect balance between skill and speed. And Haiku is the fastest and lowest-cost model on the market, perfectly designed for high-volume, high-speed use cases. Join the thousands of enterprises who use Anthropic to navigate this new frontier. Visit anthropic.com slash Claude, C-L-A-U-D-E, today. Jumpstart your genius with Claude 3 by Anthropic.